Look, we have spoken on this program at length about the issues surrounding cost of living and, look, a very good reason for that too. It is the number one issue people out there are facing right now. We heard just in finance before with Scott, uh, new figures out today showing rent grew faster than property prices with Brisbane's median price hitting $600 a week for the first time after unit rental costs saw a massive double-digit surge. And that latest ProcTrack report shows $20 now separates the median rent of Brisbane and regional Queensland. So it's about the same price to rent in Brisbane as it is regional Queensland. Yesterday, of course, we talked about the Premier writing to the supermarkets and you all had a lot of opinions on that. And I really want to dive more into that topic today because there is much more to it and grocery prices are hurting absolutely everyone. It's cheaper to buy takeaway these days than a steak and fresh fresh veggies from your local supermarket. And our farmers, well, we know they're walking off the land and probably never to return. For more on this, I am joined by Nationals leader and Shadow Agriculture leader, David Littleproud. Uh, good afternoon, David. Thanks for joining us on 4BC Afternoons. Yeah, good afternoon. Thanks for having me. I know you're passionate about this issue. Um, the federal government says it's reviewing the supermarket code of contact. Stephen Miles has written to the big supermarkets and separately there's a Senate inquiry, which is due to report in May. But this problem, this, this huge problem, hasn't happened overnight, has it? What can be done right now? Well, it could have been done before Christmas if the government had done what we asked them to do, which was get the professionals, the people who have the tools, who have the knowledge to understand market pricing of supermarkets, and that's the ACCC. They could have had a price inquiry, an investigation, and that could have gone directly to uh, our fresh produce, whether that be fruit and vegetables or whether it be meat. And because we saw in June a reduction in meat prices for sheep and cattle uh, by about 70%, but the, 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 the price at the checkout only went down 8%. And when you see fruit and vegetable, you're seeing zucchinis getting $2.20 if you're a farmer, but charging six fifty at the checkout, someone's cleaning up. And that's the supermarkets. And so what we said is you need the, the actual professionals to do an investigation, not a bunch of politicians asking questions, but the ACCC. They're the ones that have the tools and the ones that can give the penalties. And it could have been stood up in a matter of weeks. And when we called for this in November, we could have actually had some outcomes before Christmas. We could have changed the course of Christmas for many struggling families out there if the government had taken this seriously. They've had this, they've got this broader review in the competition policy. It won't come back till June. And the Senate inquiry won't even uh, start effectively till February when the senators come back to work. Uh, the cost of living crisis is now. And we've just said to the government, you've got the tools. Why don't you use them? Uh, and we think that the supermarkets have got away uh, with this for far too long uh, and it's time to square the ledger because they're dealing in a commodity that underpins all life. That's, that's food. And so we need to make sure that it's affordable for Australians, particularly when farmers uh, are taking prices uh, that they're not reflected at the checkout. Uh, that's gouging and I'm not against them making profits, but it has to be transparent and fair. Now, in the past, you've said the ACCC is a toothless tiger that's allowed the supermarkets to run riot. Are you confident this body will be able to actually get to the crux of the issue and will be able to have some impact? Yeah, and this is where, uh, as legislators, we've got to give the ACCC more tools. Uh, and that's why the Nationals have said quite clearly, we believe that the penalties that supermarkets 
uh, receive if they uh, hurt suppliers or consumers should lift exponentially from around $64,000 at the moment to a minimum of $10 million and rising in scale and also have divestiture powers so that if they do the wrong thing by consumers or they do the wrong thing by farmers and suppliers, then they could be forced to sell their chain of Dan Murphy's or BWS stores. That would be a safeguard mechanism when they control 74% of the grocery market. They are saying that either the market decide. They are the market. They're the ones that have so much power, and that's when we should interfere as legislators. And I've written to the competition minister and said to said to him that the nationals um, were prepared to actually bring this in. If you would support it, we will work together. Uh, but I haven't heard back from them, and we're just saying to Anthony Albanese, here's your chance. You don't have to flood money into the economy for this cost-of-living crisis that will only fuel the inflation problem we've got. You can actually use, pull the, the policy levers we have uh, that actually put pressure down on inflation, and particularly when you look at what's driving inflation, it's power and it's food. That's the, the discretionary spend stop. We stop going to Jerry Harvey, but we can't stop going to the supermarket and we can't stop turning the lights on. So we're saying let's use some common sense. Let's try to use the levers that bring the pressure down that's fair to everybody and make sure that we have a sustainable food supply well into the future. Yeah, the Queensland Premier Stephen Miles wrote to the supermarkets and that all came out yesterday. Coles responded to that saying their profit margin in the last financial year was 2.6%, meaning for every $100 customers spend in stores, Coles only makes $2.60 profit. But if customers are now having to spend, you know, $600 on the weekly shop rather than $300, they're still making more than they were. Yeah, a billion dollars is a billion dollars in profit. Make no mistake, you can cut it any way you like. Uh, and while I welcome the fact that Premier's uh, getting on the bandwagon with the Nationals, uh, the supermarket CEOs, from my experience, uh, will simply just turn their back, smile and say thanks very much. I, I had a blue with them, uh, particularly on dairy. They had a dollar litre milk that was killing the dairy industry and back in 2009 we broke them because we, we threatened a Royal Commission. The Nationals said we will go you if you don't do something about this. These supermarket CEOs, uh, they know only one language and that is action. If you talk and you make all the, all the noise, they simply smile and keep going on their merry way. This is why I'm saying to, to the Albanese government, we can make change. We can go back to Parliament in February, not have another review, just simply pass legislation and stick the ACCC onto them and make sure they get under the bonnet of, of this price monitoring inquiry rather than having more inquiries of politicians. Let's get the professionals to do it. Let's have some action. Let's get it done in February. Well, that's what they're there for, right? That's what they're there to do. So let's get them doing it. There are also concerns. Uh, farmers... It'll cost farmers more to, to grow fresh produce with changes to this um, Pacific Australia Labor Mobility Scheme, the Palm Scheme. Uh, I'm really concerned about this, actually, because they need workers to pick the fruit. And if changes come in, you're not going to be able to pick the fruit and vegetables. Well, that's exactly right. And this is the problem. So uh, the Nationals, I, as a leader, I went to the Jobs and Skills Summit. I wanted to be a constructive opposition. And NFF was there with me. And NFF identified we needed, this is in September 2022, an extra 172,000 workers to get food from a paddock to your plate. And they took away the ag visa, which was to bring in ASEAN country workers, uh, and said we could only have the Pacific scheme, that the best could do 42,000. And now what they've done at the start of this year has changed the, the, the regulations of the palm scheme. And they are now forcing farmers 
to pay these Pacific workers whether they work or not because of the weather. And unfortunately, the weather takes away many days of work. It gets too wet. And so what we had was this averaging provision that allowed them to make up the extra hours that they weren't working uh, during the season uh, so that um, it was averaged out in, in the dry periods. But the government's now saying a farmer must pay them a minimum 30-hour week regardless of whether they're lying on the couch or whether they're working for them. Farmers can't afford to do that. And so they're going to make decisions not to bring these specific workers in. And that means they're going to make investment decisions not to plant, which means supply goes down and your prices go up. Uh, there's a common sense solution to this. Average it out over the season, the nine months they're here, um, not force farmers to pay someone uh, to, to lie on the couch uh, when seasonal workers know that you only get paid when you do the work. My guest on 4BC Afternoons is Nationals Leader and Shadow Agriculture Minister David Littleproud. Uh, David, there are a few questions coming in from listeners and I hope you don't mind asking uh, me asking a couple of those. Uh, Judy wants to know why can't farmers tell supermarkets to shove it and then the farmers go and sell to independent grocers, grocers? but I don't think it's that easy, is it? No, and it's because they, uh, they control 74% of the market. They are just behemoths. And so they get to dictate the prices. But uh, it does raise a very good question. It is a good question because what is happening now is that a lot of the bigger producers are now saying it's easier for us to export our goods uh, and send it overseas than what it is to deal with the supermarkets. They, they have better contracts and better prices and better reliability dealing with foreign companies than they do with the supermarkets. So what we're seeing is the big guys are just exporting. Uh, the little guys, unfortunately, don't have the clout and can't deal with the supermarkets and are walking away. And that's the challenge that we've got. They're giving up and the big guys are sending their produce elsewhere. And all the supermarkets will do is replace that with foreign produce that doesn't have the quality that our Australian farmers do, which is just pure madness. Yeah, and can, we can see it now in the supermarkets. You only have to walk down the aisles to see uh, the little produce that's there at the moment, certainly in my local supermarket, that's for sure. Uh, Anthony wants to know why isn't there an investigation to petrol companies price gouging like there is for the major supermarkets? Yeah, and look, this is, uh, this is even more complicated than supermarkets because obviously we do rely on the fuel coming into this country uh, on boats uh, and we don't produce it here ourselves uh, to the scale that we do um, our food. So it is uh, a lot more internationally driven than fuel, but uh, I think there is some, some scope there for the ACCC to make sure there is close monitoring of that margin and the timing that it takes when you see shifts in international markets, which is the same as what we're seeing here. Shifts in domestic prices for your food should be reflected at the checkout. And the same if you're seeing an international shift on oil price, then that should be reflective uh, here in, at, the, at the servo uh, in a matter of weeks. Uh, and that is what the ACCC's job is to do. Yeah, well, let's hope uh, we can get some action on it because it's certainly hurting everyone, that's for sure. Thank you so much for your time, David Littleproud. Thanks for having me.